we fill it? So you'll spill it. What will it be tonight? Red or white? A Zana blender burgundy. Drink wine. Spill tea. Hey everyone, I'm Jamie Dylan Grossman. And I'm CJ Bathiani, and this is Drink, Drink Wine, Wine Spill, Spill tea. tea, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything, but with a sense of humor. So pour yourself a glass of wine, put in your AirPods, and let's spill some tea. Our co-host for this episode is Manny Hagopian, writer of the hit off-Broadway musical, Assistance the Musical, starring me, Jamie Dillon Grossman, <laughs> and also Star Wars, I guess. <laughs> Today we're drinking Yellow Tails Big Bold Red because we are broke ass bitches and they sell giant bottles for $12.99 that we will drink the whole thing tonight. Yes. So this is Manny. Hagopian. Yes, Manny. Yeah. Rhymes with fallopian. Yeah, it rhymes with fallopian. Hagopian. That used to be my nickname in middle school. (laughs) Fallopian? When everyone learned what fallopian does, where they called me Manny Fallopian. Oh. And I loved it. Oh. (laughs) I was very proud of that name. What middle schooler comes up with that? That's what I want to know. I would have. Are you kidding? Every comedian would have. Oh, well, I guess I'm not as funny as you that I didn't come up with fallopian tube as a nickname. Where'd you go to middle school? Um, outside of Boston. Well, not Boston. The suburb of Boston called Lexington. Oh, okay, well. Like Lexington and Concord? I yeah. guess they're smarter yeah. than I am. Oh, yeah. You've been there? No, I just paid attention in history. <laughs> I thought you were a comedian, a nerd. <laughs> One of the same, really. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Manny, hey, welcome. We're you, so excited to have you. Um, so I want to know, um, just really quick, how do you? So you know Jamie. This is the first time that I've met Manny. We're already best friends. That's what Yellowtail. We've had wine two bottles does. of Yellowtail already. Yeah, two full twelve ninety nine bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so how do you guys know each other? Jamie, uh, Jamie starred in a musical I wrote uh, with my friend Brian. Um, that. Opened off Broadway this past Yeah, it did. Woo! Yeah. Uh, we, Brian knew you before. You were in a show with Brian, right? Yeah. So I did a show with Brian uh, with the Winterfest. I did Alien versus Musical with Brian. We only did three performances, but I remember it was the opening night party. We were all at a bar, and Brian was like, hey, um, can I talk to you for a second? I was like, damn it. I know it. I'm fired. I talked about my nipples way too much. <laughs> this is it. I'm done. I will never work in New York again. And I was like, yes. And he was like, I'm taking a show off Broadway. Would you want to come in and audition for it? And I was like, oh, yes. yes. <laughs> and so then I did. I hate that you give Brian so much power. Oh, I legit thought I was getting fired. I'm done with New York. I, because and Brian. she does talk about her nipples too much. I know, not too much, just enough. I okay. think that they're a thing that everyone should be comfortable talking about. They're a body partner, but you have Hey, to. okay, I can applaud that. I can applaud that. I prefer that. a fallopian too. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. The middle schoolers didn't talk about your nipples. Yeah. So. They will now. <laughs> All our, our vast fan base of middle schoolers yeah. in Lexington, in Lexington Massachusetts. <laughs> They'll find us. Uh, uh, yeah, Jamie came in and auditioned, and I remember really, really um, Being loving confused. her. No. 
Well, I was <laughs> no, I was never. Confused. I don't blame you. <laughs> no, she came in and it was just like, yeah, that's that's the character. Um, she did, yeah, and, and it was kind of, uh, and this should this should um, be a compliment. Uh, a lot of a lot of our um, people who auditioned for the show, we uh, had a, probably about over fifty percent audition for that character. Again, there's only four actors in the show, so real characters, so. We couldn't really split it up, so like it's like and two are women, so you know obviously the math is going to lead more to yeah, it. Yeah. Right. But it's like a lot of people want to be the comedic, <laughs> funny character, and who could blame them? But you know, we we really liked Jamie, and we're happy that we got her. Thank you. And I I had got to see Assistance, which I was so excited to see. It was oh, so cool. funny. I loved it. Um, and I happened to be sitting right dead in front of where Jamie did like all of her little bits. Oh my God. And every single one, like I want you to know that I was the loudest person uh, laughing, like in the whole room and like everyone was enjoying the hell out of it. But I just could not believe how funny she was. And like the whole thing was just so fun. It was so good. Yeah. But that's the only time I'll ever compliment you that much. Thank you so much. It was the writing. It wasn't you. Yeah. 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 I honestly attest to that. That's what I say. I was just like, it's honestly, it's not, it's the writing that's hilarious. It just like opened up a lot of opportunities to be funny. So if the writing's not good, like, you know, it's a lot on the actor, but I barely had to do anything. Honestly. Well, I mean, you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, thank you. But yeah. Right. yeah. You know, <laughs> anyone could have done it. It's just. But- <laughs> Good, but yeah. no, but thank you for for doing it the best. Aww. We're gonna invite Manny over more often because yeah, he, he puts you down alongside uh, me. Yeah, I truly need to come over all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Manny, if it's okay with you, we're gonna play a quick drinking game. Okay. To um get the juices flowing. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we're not drunk already. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So you have okay. one minute okay, to one answer minute. all ten questions that we ask you. Okay. Um. And if you get plus a surprise question at the end, um, but if you get them all right, then we have to chug our glass of wine. And if you get them wrong, then you have to chug your glass of wine. Okay. Does okay. That make sense? Yeah. CJ, do you have your timer? I do. I have the time. Do you want us to top your wine off? Like, yes. Do you want a bigger chug? <sighs> bigger chug? You think I'm going to lose? I don't know. I don't know. I you mean, might. I might lose. You're pretty yeah. confident. This is red wine. <laughs> no, I'll just chug this one. Okay, and then yeah. Can yeah he's like, not even right <laughs> It is red wine, and it, it is, is yellowtail. Yeah. So you might, I don't know, contract yeah. something. So, okay. <laughs> okay, I probably so, already have it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's for a different episode, which we might touch on. Yes, so, it is. Yeah, okay. I'll be back to do that episode with Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming you're saving the disease episode for Brian. <laughs> we are, how'd you know? We'll make sure that the middle schoolers from Lexington, Massachusetts are really like zoned in on that episode so they're getting this the full sex This is your talk. sexual education. Yeah, program. yeah. Jamie Dylan Grossman, Manny sex Fallopian Tunes, <laughs> CJ Baffiani. The musical. Educators. Write it now. The musical. We'll get to that later. No <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start one okay. minute on the clock. One minute on um, the clock. Jamie, do you want to ask the question? Yeah, I'll read each. I'll read a question. You answer as fast as you can, and I'll go on to the next. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. I just want to make sure you know the surprise question. I do, do you know, know the it. surprise question. You're I positive. Do. I know the surprise question. You don't know the surprise question. Uh, okay. I know the surprise question. All right. Okay. I know it. Good. Answers okay. Yes either way. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Set. Go. What's your drink of choice? 
Um, beer. Uh, boxers or briefs? Boxers. Do you sing in the shower? Absolutely. What's your coffee order? Black. What band have you seen multiple times in concert? Green Day. Do you have any siblings? One. What country do you want to travel to? Australia. What's your guilty binge TV show? Um, that would be probably Boy Meets World. Oh! What is your celebrity crush? Leonardo DiCaprio. And the last question is CJ or Jamie. Quick, quick, quick. CJ or Jamie? CJ or Jamie? Yeah, CJ quick, or Jamie? Quick, quick, uh, quick, quick. I'm going to say CJ if the J stands for Jamie. Yes! yes! Okay, also, that was only, like, you have 20 seconds left, so I'm kind of pissed. We <laughs> either need harder questions or less time. We need to not have them see it before. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, that's where we probably, missed it. Probably. And also, his Looking questions were easy. super easy. That like, was probably easy. Um, I can't possibly My be drink asked. of choice probably wasn't good enough. I just said beer. Yo, yeah, what specifically? Yeah, what, what kind of beer? beer? Specifically? I like Imagine Hat number nine. Oh. What is that? That is a beer. <laughs> Why is it number nine? I don't know. What's That's number eight? It. It's Magic Hat. They're a beer company. And they have a no. It's just I don't know the type of beer it is, but it's just like the the that type of beer is called number nine or that okay. that version of Magic Hat. Magic Hat makes a bunch of beers. But oh, and Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Oh, we're in we're in Oktoberfest. Yeah. For okay. Sure. What song do you sing in the shower? Oh man, um, actually, that's where I do a lot of my writing. <gasps> no way! Yeah, I love that. Um, it's actually a it's a secret weapon of mine. Where um, as Jamie moves the mic a little bit, like I usually like am t- if I'm trying to do something, whatever it is I'm writing, um, and I hit a, a, a wall. My secret weapon is to jump in the shower and just take a shower and then think about it in there. Um, so when it comes to music, when it comes to writing songs, that's usually where I find all my hooks. Because um, oh. if I, if it doesn't come to me somewhere else, it might come to me in the shower. Oh and it God. usually does. It's usually like my last minute, like... Ah, oh, fuck it. I guess I'll go into the shower right. and do it there. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds like it's um, from like an episode of Smash. Yeah. <laughs> also, Huck, did you hear that? We talked about it in our last episode with Jenny Dosh. Oh. Yes. Huck. Pay attention, people. We are educating you all in <laughs> yeah. Lexington, Massachusetts. Yeah, are you talking about the movie Hook? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Because um, we should just do an entire podcast about the movie Hook. Honestly. <laughs> so, Hook Review. <laughs> Episode number... The guy that played Peter Pan and that was my sexual awakening. Really? 100%. Daniel Radcliffe Actually, it was my friend... I got asked this at work the other day what my sexual awakening was and it was my friend, my brother's friend, Ben, when I was a kid. He pushed me on a hammock swing and I'm still in love with him to this day. How's Ben doing? Um, I don't know. <laughs> ben, if you're out there. Yeah. We're thinking of Ben, you. thank you for pushing me on the hammock swing underneath my deck when I was like six. <laughs> Hope you're not in prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, he's not. Okay, so okay, I love that you do that in the shower. That's yeah. so fun. So do you sing as well? Like um yeah. Because you I play mean, instruments, right? I do. Um what I wouldn't consider myself a singer. I would consider myself someone who can sing. Um me too. But uh I I started as a, a drummer. Um I was in a band since I was like 11, 10 years old. Um and we, with my older brother, uh, and we were played in bands for like, you know, 10 something, 15 years or whatever. Uh, and then, um, and then I learned guitar and I started writing songs on my own through that. 
Um, so I play guitar. I could play a little bass if I need to and drums, and that's how I record music and everything. That's um, so cool. But I wouldn't consider my – I wouldn't be able to play it live, really. Uh, I could play drums live. I could probably play guitar live. Um, I actually wrote a song for my wife during our wedding and oh. played that in front of everybody. Yeah. So, um, I could cry. I'm very emotional <laughs> about that because, listeners, what you need to know is that uh, Manny's wife is a literal perfect human being. <laughs> she is. Yeah. I want to meet her. She yeah, is. she's the fiercest lady. <laughs> and amazing. I can't remember because it was going by so fast. Who did you say was your celebrity crush? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. One. Classic. Yeah. Also, one of my sexual awakenings. Yeah, <laughs> Kathleen and I both have a uh, you know you'll, you have that list of like the, uh, the past the past oh, list, yes. and both of ours is Leonardo. <laughs> yeah, I love absolutely. That. I, I grew up actually being in love with uh, Linda Cardellini and Danielle Fischel from Boy Meets World. Oh, of course. Oh, um, absolutely. And oh, I think that's it. Um, when I was younger, yeah, those. Were the Who's two. your favorite character on Boy Meets World? Who's my favorite character? Um, ah, man, Corey. Of course, yeah. Weak choice. I think he's so funny because he's I so like Corey. he's I so like I like oddly funny. Whereas like Eric was a little like he was a little ridiculous funny, and I think I quote Corey more often for sure. I have something to say about Eric Matthews because I think that so like in the first like few seasons, whatever he was like the hot kind of dumb older brother, and then all of a sudden. He was just, like, a literal idiot and, like, not cute anymore. And I'm like, where did this development come (laughs) from? You know what I mean? Yeah. Actually, I heard something about it, not to get into it, but I remember hearing, like, a reason for it, that they just, like, didn't quite know where Eric fit. Once Corey came to the age of Eric, like, visually, like, actors in for the show, they're like, Eric doesn't seem like the clever older brother anymore. In regards to, like, story, it's like you need – he was originally meant to be the person, and this is like important to anyone who's writing, like a show at least, you know, thinking about that distant, like, where's this gonna go? And I think that's what happened is like the actors grew up and like they couldn't actually imagine Eric being the person giving advice to Core anymore as the older brother because they were about the same height at that point. And yeah, he <laughs> and got he's, less hot. That's so, the bottom line. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why Matthew really get down to it. He <laughs> got Lawrence less hot. Yeah. They had to swap out younger sisters, mm-hmm. get a hot guy on it, and oh, that's yeah. when the show kicked off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's our Boy Meets World cyber. Love. And yeah. Jamie, we have to chug our wine. We didn't do it. I can't possibly be asked to chug We this. put it off, but... I'll chug with you. Oh my god, that's so sweet of you. You can't oh, pour some of yours in my glass. Yep, and right, sorry ready? we're a little late, but we will chug our wine. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, I can watch Jamie chug wine all the time. Like, I'm not good at it. I will just be the first to say I'm not good at it. It was. You don't have to be good. No one should be good at chugging wine. If you're like, oh, I'm good at chugging wine. Oh, you're um very An alcoholic, very sad. You have a lonely, lonely. I do life. love drinking wine, but chugging. I can't chug uh, really anything. I'm not good at chugging. I when I first turned 21. Uh, I had drank a lot before then, that's for sure. Absolutely. But when I turned 21, I went to a bar and like people were like, bought me beer, like chug it. Chug the beer. And we're like, yeah. And then I immediately went to the bathroom and puked it up. Oh, no. Because I just can't, I can't chug for the life of me. I was a frequent puker when I was younger, too. I still am. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Who am I kidding? I still am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a frequent puker. Millennials, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, back. Clink. Clink. My mom's going to learn so much about me on this podcast. Yeah. My mom already knows that. She already knows what's happening with Ben. 
Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Honestly, I should talk to her about it, but I will say his mom ran into my mom at a grocery store one time and asked about me and not my brother. So <gasps> oh, I just want to make that clear. Like, mm. maybe, yep. maybe, brothers maybe Ben's been feeling me, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have ben, two again, brothers. Again, if you're out there. Oh, and, and, and also, she, that woman, has two sons, and they are both, both my brother's ages, except uh. for me. So... Okay. Me, so and ben are getting, me and Ben are getting married. That's, yep. You know, I hope you're hearing this. Yep. <laughs> I'll write a song um, for you. So. <laughs> Please do, honestly. Um, first of all, we mm. want to say congrats on your marriage oh, to thank you. the most perfect woman in the world. So on behalf of Drink Wine Spill Tea, mainly me, um, and our generously <laughs> large budget, we would like to give you guys this bottle of wine Aww. to thank you for coming on and to wish you a happy that's life together. so sweet of you guys. Yeah, so that's for you. Wow, this is so cool, guys. Yeah. Thank you. We'll upload a picture of it later. Okay. Thank you guys. <laughs> we'll take You're a welcome. picture later. So please, yeah. Thanks, gonna love. Thank you guys. Yeah, so of course. Of like, please. <laughs> please enjoy it. It actually is a yeah. pretty good one. Is that the Cabernet one? Um, it's a, um, it's the one that's been oh, aged. Oh, the red blend. Yeah, it's yeah. been aged in um run barrels. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. 99 crimes is in, or 19 crimes, whatever it is. Yeah, what 19, cool 19 crimes. Yeah. That's a good really, thank bottle. That's so nice. Yeah, of course. We are very appreciative of you coming on this. Okay, (laughs) so let's, oh yeah, for real. Let's dive into the discussion, but before we do that, we just briefly want to know what it is that you do. I am a a writer, I I tell stories, and I tell um, characters' lives. (laughs) Yes, yeah. I'm a writer for, uh, I I get paid to write for video games. Um, The story, the dialogue, I... Uh, co-create characters and um, deal with actors and and um, all that and uh, I also write musicals uh, and that's that's what I do as of now but there's a lot more to come I'm I'm, I'm not I'm only half a bottle in oh my god yeah, yeah. you it's at least you can't quit your career until the no. yellowtail is at least at least gone. yeah <laughs> You write for video games, uh-huh. and I know that you happen to write for Star Wars video games. So, I mean, as much as you can tell, um, what? How did you like get to write for Star Wars? Like, what led yeah. you to that position? Okay, um, it's a it's a bit of a longer story to actually end with the Star Wars um, to get me there. Do you want me to do that? That's little story, like yeah, how I yeah, started? yeah, just like. Do yeah, it. Go for okay. it, and we'll, like, go, we'll be with you along the okay, way. Okay, cool. Um, well, here's my, my little little story. I moved out to L.A. to do music, and then I found um, the, the Opera Citizens Brigade Comedy Theater. Did classes there. I learned about comedy, and I, I really liked it, and I continued uh, my life um, on that path of doing comedy. Um, so, while like, improv? Like, improv comedy? Improv comedy, comedy yeah. sketch comedy. Um and I met a lot of my friends that I still my best friends today through that that theater. I did it in New York and I did it in LA. And um, I, I needed a job and I never went to college. Um, I went to like a community college. I graduated with something, I think. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like I literally, like they sent me, they said We're I couldn't. Unsure. Unclear. Yeah. yeah. They, <laughs> they said I couldn't graduate because I didn't have enough credits. And I said, okay, I guess I can't graduate. And then they sent me a diploma anyways. So. I wish that happened to me. Seriously. It was great. Um, so I don't know. I didn't really do college. And then I, I went out to LA and I wanted to work on a TV show. Um, and I Googled the 
um, production companies of a reality TV show I liked. And from that, I sent a stupid email to one to two of them. I was like, Hey, I just moved out here. I really like your show. I don't know anything about anything, uh, but I'd like to help. (laughs) (laughs) The nicest email. I'd like to help, but But I'd I'd like to help. (laughs) And, uh, both of them emailed me back and offered me internships. Wow. (laughs) Um, free internships. So I worked for them for free. And this is my Hollywood story. My Hollywood story is that I was hammered at a Christmas party because it was around Christmas when I got one of those jobs. And I found myself in a, in a little circle with like the owners of the company and the person who hired me were just shooting the shit about this show. Uh, this, um, it was, it was a show called finding Bigfoot, uh, <laughs> on animal planet. I and, ask. Good. <laughs> uh, it's a show about them finding Bigfoot. Love that. And, uh, I was just hammered. And then the next day, uh, I went to work and they offered me a full-time job. So that's just how that happened. And then from there, I worked on that show, uh, and I asked the person who hired me if they knew how to get into scripted TV. From there, I found myself being interviewed with a guy named Jesse Stern, who was a writer uh, for NCIS. He also wrote video games. He wrote uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, some Battlefield. I, I met him. I wanted to get into his brain and learn exactly what I'm sure some of your listeners want to learn is like how to get into this the industry how to sure. find out where to start and where to begin yeah he took me on I worked for him for like four or five years or so and I'm still working with him like he's one of my best friends That's so cool and he's the one who helped me get my job at respawn entertainment when they first started making the game Titanfall um, I was brought on, he was brought on to be the, to help write their, help to define the world, the universe. This is the first like game of that series. And he helped write the story. And I came along cause he needed help. <laughs> and I was lucky enough to be given tasks to write dialogue in the game. Um, and the game did really well. Uh, and a lot of people actually gravitated towards a lot of the stuff I wrote, which was all these background dialogue, which you can find online. There was things called like shit my grunt says and stuff like that. <laughs> and like articles all about got to hang around the grunts and hear their stories. Cause I, I went on a, on a, on a path of like a, like a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern sort of thing of like telling a story through these grunts while you're hanging out with them, which was really fun. Cool. So, yeah. And, and, and from there I found myself working in this video game company and they had hired me to write Titanfall 2 and then moved on to <clears throat> writing Apex Legends. And then while I was doing that, we when we released Apex or right towards that point, uh, Star Wars is, uh, we're making the game Star Wars um, Jedi Fallen Order, uh, which comes out in November. And um, they basically asked me if I had time to read some of their scripts because they're part of the same company. They're on the other building across the way and they hit me up and they're like, oh, because I, I was the only, at, at first, I was the only writer for the whole entire company. And then we oh, started wow. building and building because the company was new. Now it's got like, <laughs> it's got like four times as many people as it did when I first wow. started and much more than when the original people first started. And now they have more writers, which is great. And and uh, yeah, they asked me to come over there and help. And I found myself working with an amazing group of, of, of writers, there's four of us that just in a room for, for hours and hours. And we even went on a trip to Joshua Tree where we ended up learning about uh, just like spending a week 
um, Joshua Tree is like a, the desert, pretty much. So we went right. on like a yeah. retreat to the desert to just like lock ourselves in a cabin and write <laughs> for oh a gosh. week. And like it was so fun. Freddie Mercury status. Yeah. Right, from that movie, Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> um, you mentioned um, Apex Legends. Uh-huh. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about that and your involvement sure. with that as much as you can? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, if anyone is a Titanfall fan... Or an Apex Legends fan. Apex Legends is um, a battle royale game that takes place in the world of Titanfall. And basically, it's, since it's a multiplayer, it's hard to like figure out a way to put story into a multiplayer game. Because pretty much everyone just joins up with their friends and they do their thing. There's not a single player like narrative driven thing. But what we did find out is we can create characters. And um, a lot of story is basically character. So uh, we spent a lot of time developing who the characters are, their personalities, their backstories, where do they come from, what they sound like, um, how they would react to other people if they uh, ever had a chance to. And it's a, it's a great exercise, and, and, and it's something I've gotten better at now that I've done it so much, is just really getting into the voice of a character, because we write about a thousand lines of dialogue for each character, and that's just continuing to grow Every season, we add probably another like three to five, five, four, five hundred lines of dialogue for each character. That's crazy. Um, I never even thought about that. So (laughs) every time we create new characters and new things, we bring the actors back in because it's a a live service and the game keeps um, uh, being um, evolved and and, and getting better. And everything that changes needs to be recorded. (laughs) So, as a writer, are you heavily involved with the voiceover? actor like like choosing like do you are you involved with picking the people who voice these characters like that you've written them, yeah yeah um yeah it's pretty much we we once we def- like assign who which writer's taken over which character and we we basically uh, all work together our team is now uh there's four of us now originally it was just two of us um and we are able we usually all work together and we figure out who the character is. We work with the rest of the, the company to figure out who the character is. Once everyone's greenlit the character, the writers will write the actual audition sides that go out to the actors. And, who uh, uh, you know, I think like 300 or something people audition for it. It goes through a third-party company that gets filtered down to maybe like 10 to 50. And then it goes to our uh, audio director who then filters it down to like 5 or 10. So it's kind of a sad realization for voiceover actors out there to learn that you may not be heard by the company at all, but it's because (laughs) there's a lot of work that goes into it. It's a lot of, and and, and the benefit, the positive thing is that majority of us who hear um, actors, we're not like looking for the famous actor. Um, So if you're ever interested in getting in voiceover acting, like you're famous in that voiceover world because you're so good and you know how to do it. Um, but we've worked with actors who was their first time ever doing voiceover and they were in triple A video games. One of our actors who was the main, um, Titan in Titanfall two, uh, BT, that actor was also fairly new, uh, as I recall. And, and he was amazing. It was like so great (laughs) working with him. And the reason is because it's a very difficult job to do. You need to know the training. You need to know exactly where to stand with the mic you know, you need to know uh, what not to do and what to do and how to give mer- multiple different takes on the, literally the same word over and over and over again. Right. But yeah, we usually all work as a committee and finally decide who the actor is. 
That's so cool. And I mean, both of us have like been interested in like done like voiceover stuff. So like, that's actually really interesting to know in terms of like, you know, like we may not even be heard. <laughs> like, no. But like in like, it makes sense though. Like I understand. That's good advice. It's also like a little comforting too. Like yeah. even if like we're interested in what it is, it's not like a, it's a, not like a, on a name basis. No. We yeah. It's, be, no, yeah. It's just who sounds the best. And that's yeah, comforting to know right. that the best, like who they imagine for the voice will get it. Right, like you know? Leonardo DiCaprio may not win yeah. in this. Actually, situation. working with celebrities <laughs> for for voiceover work is is usually not as fun because they do more work, you know, with their personalities, like with you know faces. Well, their voices are recognizable. Yeah. Like you know their voices over. Yeah, you know. So it's a, but so you could be completely new and have never done it before, and you can get the role. You could have done the role, done thousands of roles, and you could not get the role. So that's kind of the reality. Of it. There's hope for our weird, Seriously. annoying voices, yeah. Jamie. Yes, so just learn the know. skill, learn the right way to do it, and be fun to work with, and and eventually you'll get the, the gig. You know. So you also write musicals as well as video games. Um, how do you think they differ, and do you have a preference? I think writing. If if you want to be a writer, I don't think there needs to be a, a preference of. Well, you can have a preference, but I think writing is writing. And if you're getting it done, then then you then that's your preference at the moment. I think when I was writing assistance, that was my preference because I was doing it and I had no choice. And same with, you know, video games. I think they're both really fun. And um, they're just different muscles, too. Video games have a very backwards way of thinking because you're working with designers. And if I were to compare it to a musical, I would actually say, like, it's like trying to write a musical while um, the set designers are building the sets. Uh. So <laughs> they are hammering signs in, they're putting platforms here, the director is staging and blocking everything, but the script isn't written yet, and the scene isn't written yet. Right. Uh, and now they made a gym, but uh, you didn't write a, a scene to take place in a gym in your musical, so now you have to write a scene that takes yeah. place in the gym. Like, everything's happening simultaneously in video games, Whereas musicals, you get to spend a lot of time with like pre-production. You're creating the story. At least that's how it is for um, my company because we're gameplay focused where uh, when you play our games, it's mostly about having fun playing the game rather than learning the story. Whereas some games are fully story focused where they're just trying to tell a story and you're just along with the ride. So right. different yeah. styles is very, very different styles. Totally. And you also mentioned earlier that you took a lot of classes with UCB. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like your improv background has aided you in writing at all? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, everything. I've learned a lot of stuff can be tied back to UCB, to iOS, to uh, even indie improv groups that I used to be in love with um, that are no longer groups or shows and seeing people perform and just performing yourself. That's like a, a great tool to have, to be able to think on your feet, to be able to um, just move from one thing to another, to build a scene, to create characters. I mean, if you're doing an improv scene, part of your job is to find out who you are, if you're doing it with a partner, who you are, where you are, and what you're going to be talking about all within like, you know, 10 seconds. Right. So if you yeah. can do that quick, you're going to kill it like if you've got two hours to figure yeah. out any of that information or like two months to figure out that. Yeah. Cool. So a little unrelated, but like, I just want to know personally, just cause I, 
I mean, I, I'm newer here than you are, um, Jamie, but I've, so Jamie's I've been, been here for what, 25 years? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Jamie's a little older than me. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what? Like, no. 40? No. No? No. no. Okay, great. So <laughs> I've lived in New York for like two years now. And Welcome. I, <laughs> thank you. I know it feels, but it, it's weird because it feels to me like I've lived here my whole life, yeah. but like in relative terms, like I am new. Yeah. Um, but I definitely don't want to live here for the rest of my life. Like I have interest in living other places. Yeah. But so what, if you could describe the difference between like LA and New York, Yeah. like what would it be in terms of like, you know, just like living here in terms of like the working environment for artists? Like mm-hmm. what is it? LA, uh, I, I think there's a lot of TV and film opportunities in LA. Sure. Um, not to say they that they're easy to get, but that's where that is, where I think in New York is more theater based. Um, and I don't think any of that is like new knowledge. Um, but uh, I think it depends on what you want to do as your career, as your you know passion, because things constantly change. And uh, I think also your demographic of where you fit in with people, because you could be getting gigs in New York as uh, depending on who you are, where you wouldn't get those same gigs in, in LA. Sure. And yeah. I, I, in the comedy world, I, I only know this because my wife does stand up and I've seen her perform all over. And there are shows that you can get in New York much easier than you can get in LA. Um, and that's because it's easier to, for people to go out in New York. Okay. You know? Oh, really? That's interesting. I would have thought it would be the opposite. Like in LA, you have a car. You're able to just get in the car oh, and right. go somewhere. Like, but like, with New York, like the transit sucks. Yeah, like if your train's really not fun. running, then you're shit out of luck. I mean, depending on where you're going, it, New York is so much easier to get around because LA's got LA traffic and everything's so far away from each other. We lived in Burbank at the time. If she was doing a show in Santa Monica, it would take her like an hour and forty-five, an hour and a half or something in traffic to get over there. It's like big pain in the butt, and also people are not going to go to that show. Um, so, Mini, what are you working on currently, or what's next up is for you, as much as you can tell us? Um, yeah, so I'm currently uh, working on Apex Legends. That is a uh, live service, and we're doing, like, seasons. So we released the game back in February, and um, every few months or so, we release seasons that are uh, new. Sometimes it's a new character, it's new uh, lore pieces. We do these, like, online Twitter um uh, Instagram, Facebook, and on our website, uh, just like little pieces of lore. Uh, for example, one of our characters, Mirage, we like made a dating profile for him. Oh. And we did like, uh, one of our characters, Lifeline had a letter from, um, uh, a man, she saved his life and he's like his number, her number one fan, but it's a way for us writers to find ways to get story out. Um, and so that's kind of our main priority. And then there's some other stuff that I can't talk about. Ah! <laughs> We love that though. Yeah, it's like a little super secret. exciting. Look out for that. Yeah. Um. So, what advice could you give to an aspiring writer? Keep writing. Just keep doing it. Um. There's never a shortcut. There's never a way. I I I'm telling my story, and it is not a way that you can be like, "I'll oh, follow exactly how he did." It. Right. Like it's not gonna work because that's just not you. Because when I started, that's that's not how I felt. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't know anything, really. I was just, like, ignorant, and I just kept working at it, and I spent a long time trying to get to where I am, and 
I'm still working hard to try to continue getting to where someone um, who's much more successful than me is. So uh, you need to keep making stuff. You're writing. You should be writing all the time. You should be finding, you know, online contests and submitting to them. You should be, if you're into comedy, you should be trying stand-up or finding a local theater and doing sketch comedy, videos online. Uh, and most importantly, and, and, and this I think is like the, the best uh, thing you could possibly do is start a podcast. Yeah! <laughs> But before you start, so doing it. <laughs> before you start, make sure you know how to do yeah. it. Yeah, because yeah. we sure don't. Yeah, go go through all the YouTube tutorials. Right. You can find. <laughs> but you know what? Everything is a learning curve. Just I don't know, like writing and and auditioning here in New York and like doing a podcast and like uh-huh. I don't know, becoming a friggin' Instagram influencer. Like all of it involves like failing at first oh, and like you know what I yes. mean and like like climbing the ladder and like doing what you have to do and experimenting and like we're all artists we all try our best and we just hope one day it works out I love failure failure yeah. is like my favorite thing I write about failure a lot Good. um I've I've written uh my past musicals I mean one of my first ones that did really well was about Tanya Harding and then her entire story is about failure and then uh one after that is about amelia Earhart, and i'm actually working on that for for next year that i want to continue to do uh and that is fully about failure and i have entire songs about failure and um really that's what assistance was jamie's entire character our goal was how much can we oh for sure fail and it was so funny like no it's fascinating and like finding humor in like the realistic day-to-day struggles is I think what keeps like most human beings going and I think that's something that's so important and you know a lot of people should find more because like finding the humor in everything whether it be serious or not like is just a way of life right you're never gonna succeed if you don't fail a million times beforehand (laughs) yeah and is there I'm speaking of assistance like are we gonna get a recording like what are (laughs) I am in because I would love to hear Jamie Dylan Grossman's voice singing in my ear every day along yeah. with this podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> I have Skip been every song. like begging for a cast recording since day one. That's going to come out after the Jamie and CJ live <laughs> <laughs> musical is written. By yeah. You, right? Uh-huh. yeah. Right. We'll do it at some point. It's, uh, I don't know. The thing about assistance is that we're constantly rewriting it. We're constantly changing things and we're always trying cool. to make it better. Yeah. And then that's, that's kind of a, another interesting factoid uh, is that even during the run of assistance, we changed the show halfway through. We, right. we, ha- we had, no, a, had a song. You know, it's totally true. Halfway through assistance, we cut 10 minutes of the show, mm-hmm. which like at first was like super scary. Cause we were like, we've already been running this and now we're getting cuts. But ultimately, every single person, especially like my sister, my sister's like assistant's number one fan. Yeah. She came and saw the show like six times. We love she you, saw Carly. It. We love you, Carly. Love you, she saw Carly. the show like three times before it was cut, and then a bunch after. And she was like, "It's so clear and concise. You can follow it so Same. much easier. Like you follow it's." She goes, "Like all the characters, it's like stuff that happens to them is more heartbreaking, more funny when it happens like that." And, like, the constant editing, even though it might be, like, sudden and scary, like, is actually just, like, brilliant. Yeah. It's, it's, they're hard choices. you got to kill a lot of babies. you got to, like, 
really oh, uh love it do you know that saying no but it <laughs> you know that, of me. course i love it kill your babies that's like something that you're really uh, kill your darlings you know something that you're very obsessed with something that you think is really important and that you've like maybe even focused the entire show around but when it's just not working it's just not working you need to know how to cut it you need to know how to like we like songs we had to cut we, they we loved them but we just they didn't work in the show that's kind of what you need to accept is like sometimes you need to make choices that are for the better right. of the show and you're always going to do that. You're always going to make that better. And that's kind of the reason why we haven't done a cast album. I think it's because we're not done with the show. Like we're still rewriting right. things. There's a lot of stuff that just don't hit. And why would we record it now when it's not done? And honestly, some that. Broadway shows don't even realize that. So <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's good that assistance the musical did. Yeah, no, I, I love that answer. <laughs> yeah. So to wrap up this discussion, um, we just want to know, and like I, I'm sure everybody would love to know, like how can people follow what you're up to, i.e. like any kind of social media that you have, anything like that? Sure, yeah. Um, I'm, on, I'm on Instagram um, more often than others. And it's at uh, at Agent Manny. Twitter, and we'll definitely tag that. Yeah, Twitter at at Manny Hagopian. Um, like fallopian. Like fallopian mm-hmm. rhymes with fallopian. Uh, and yeah, that's 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 where you'll yeah. Or you can come to my home. Yeah. And I'll invite you in for tea. <laughs> you can have a glass of nineteen crimes, red yeah. black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone's invited to my home. My address is. I'm, 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 <laughs> uh, cut. <laughs> okay. I don't live anywhere. Oh yeah, you're homeless. <laughs> My Venmo is I, honestly, yeah, we'll get yeah, to we'll that. Yeah, we'll get there. So, You'll hear it. Um, we want to go into our next segment, um, our our favorite segment, and it's called Sick. Tea Time. So, Tea Time is where we read the tea that you sent in. Each week, we ask our listeners to send in their most teaful stories that we read without leaving out any of the juicy details. It's anonymous. <laughs> Okay, so it says Manny, and then it says, this week's tea is from at the North Pole. <laughs> His voice. Really, the North Pole? You were the first one to get the North Pole? <laughs> we, wow. We wish she we knows could. she did. She knows. <laughs> well, my first girlfriend was my roommate in college, and I asked her to come on a weird date with me and this guy I had a crush on, and Reconnected on Facebook because I was a little nervous and we had a threesome. A very long sentence. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it turned into her and me sleeping and then sleeping together secretly at our apartment a lot and then dating. Aww. And then she cheated on me with a barista <laughs> from her work and we broke up. And then I kept sleeping with her. While she dated that girl from like six months because I was a 21-year-old hard femme bitch. Oh, my gosh. And that's the tea. That is the tea. And honestly, thank you for those voices. Yeah, seriously, thank you. You're a writer, I can tell. (laughs) Yeah, we can make a short film of that. And also, like, that is a very messy situation. That was sweet. That's that's a lot of roller coasters. Why would you keep sleeping with her? She literally said it because she was a 21-year-old harm 
you hard. I'm gonna stop talking. Hard femme bitch. I read it and I get it, but like, I mean, same. And like, honestly, I wouldn't have done it. So she had a crush on the guy, and then that that she reconnected with on Facebook, but was nervous. But then asked her friend to join. Yeah. But then they ended up having a threesome, and she ended up sticking with her roommate? Yeah, I guess right. so. But Go honestly, like, where's the other person in this situation? That's who I want to know. Yeah, where did I go? <laughs> I want to know what happened Where did Ben go? Yeah. <laughs> Is that his name? No, that's your guy. Oh. <laughs> oh, Ben! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, ben! that's what we call a callback in the comedy community. Yeah, and good work. And honestly, like, I wish we would have disguised his name, because... I, my family is probably going to ask me who Ben is. They oh, don't know. It's too we're all now. asking who Ben yeah, is. We're yeah, we're all asking. I'll tag, I'll tag him in this. Yeah. Well, I hope she uh, continues being a hard femme bitch. Yeah, me too. What is she, She's got an, a couple of years left before she can right. be a hard femme bitch. She did just, one thing right, though. She started hooking uh-huh. up with a barista, which is my lifelong dream because, no. honestly, I would get free coffee. No, that was the girlfriend who cheated on her. Oh. The girlfriend who cheated on her started hooking up with a barista and then when she started dating the barista oh at the this North girl Pole, at the North started, was still, was hooking, up still hooking up with her while she was dating the barista. this is a cw drama and it honestly was. i still want to i want to know where the other people are in this situation it was a big twist because i didn't i thought that she was going to also start sleeping with the barista instead she just said that's what i, I continued done. sleeping with her yeah what the heck she's pretty <laughs> over at the North Pole. It. it's what i wanted well for six months Bottom line is we all need to find a barista and at the North Pole needs to not sleep with her roommate. Also, you know, there's only three sentences in this book. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, run on sentences. Is, Don't just is, throw in a comma anywhere you want yeah. to, you know? <laughs> Sorry, we have a we have a critic on here. He's a writer, so you're yeah. not safe. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and keep consistency with the word cuz. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a cuz we'll C-A-U-S-E. There's a cuz C U S, which isn't cuz, it's cuz cuz. Honestly, fans, and now we know. Yeah, yeah, now we know. So our last segment is A Cheers to the Millennial. The segment is where we acknowledge a millennial we think is outstanding, whether it be for something good, bad, or outright stupid cheers to every millennial who incessantly played video games instead of going outside to play as a kid you set the bar but also go outside and get some vitamin d so trevor dollop we just want to say a huge thank you to manny fallopian for coming on tonight's episode (laughs) this is the last of the three that we'll be launching at once and honestly and you guys i'm being honest here the sound quality <laughs> could be better. And we are fully aware of this, but alas, we are broke and live in New York. So a new, better quality mic is coming soon. Our Venmo handles are at Clayton Bathiani and Jamie D. Grossman. If you would like to support. No pressure, but pressure. Sugar Daddy's accepted and encouraged. Oh, yeah. Until then, please keep sending in your tea. Yes, we've gotten so many stories already to choose from, which is so exciting. We're super appreciative, but we will eventually run out. So keep sending us your juicy stories so we can tell the world. Contact us at drinkwinespilltea at gmail.com. Or follow us on our social media. Our Instagram is at drinkwinespilltea, and our Twitter is drinkwine underscore spill tea with the letter T, not the word. 
That's where you can get all the details on our upcoming episodes. Dates coming soon. And don't forget to contact Manny, too, and follow him yeah, on his Instagram and Twitter. At his home. Play, who, yeah. who welcome you. Yeah, plays new video games. He has a brand new bottle of 19 Crimes that <laughs> yes. you can drink. You guys, yeah. everyone's welcome to come over. Yeah. <laughs> we can go to the Whole Foods across the street. <laughs> he is not homeless. He <laughs> lives in... Yeah, the nicest apartment. Okay, and thank you. Cheers and Cheers. good night. Good night. Good night.